What you need to believe in is what you can see. If you see me as your friend, I'll be your friend. As you see me as your father, I'll be your father. For those of you who do not have a father, if you see me as your savior, I'll be your savior. If you see me as your god, I'll be your god. Coming to you through the mists of time from Azerbaijan to Zimbabwe. No, wait, this isn't the geography radio show. No, we are going to take you from 1066 to the birth of Christ and everything in between. And today, it's your auntie with McBride and Wilson, the history bonanza. Yo, yo. Hey, cut up. Welcome, good evening, hello, it's the History Bonanza time with Alex and Angus. Yeah, it is. Hey, what's the date, Alex? It's the 15th of March. Oh my gosh, you don't know what that means. Hello. It's time to jump for Jesus. It's time to jump for joy. I hope you got all your names signed up on your on your sheet. Because it's due today. <laughs> it's due today. Due today, yes. And for the listeners who don't know, um, Angus and I had a competition about who could sign up the most people to be followers of Christ today. And the person who um, got the most people to sign a form got a free pizza from uh, Domino's. And boy, am I feeling full. Yeah, because you got one person on your sheet, and I got none. I'm a big piggy. Screw being a missionary in this day and age. Right. It's too hard. People either sign themselves up, or they'll slam the door in your face. They're like, oh, sorry, I'm eating. I'm, what, at four o'clock in the afternoon? I don't think you're eating. I'm busy playing the brand new cardboard game from Nintendo. Cardboard game on Nintendo. Kill the king of spades. <laughs> Bless us all. Um, welcome to the History Bonanza with Alex and Angus. It's uh, not all about competitions for Domino's pizzas on this show. Certainly not. No. Sorry, I interrupted your introduction. <laughs> no, that's fine. My uh, you, my introduction is your introduction, Mr. Oh, thank Wilson. You. And, and my introduction is your introduction. Mi casa introduction, si casa introduction. My name is uh, Angus McBride. My name is Alex Wilson. And we are the hosts of the History Bonanza with... This show. Alex and Angus. Yeah, not another show. This is the exact show that we host. Which you can find 9 o'clock till 11 o'clock on Tuesdays on Radio 191. And FM. look down on your watch. And what time is it? It's oh my goodness, a, a, a it's more or less time. time. Shit, we got a show to do. Oh. Oh, I'll see you later. Go, 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 Welcome. Good evening. Good evening. Um... How are you, Alex? Wilson? I'm great, thank you. I haven't spoken to you for the last 15 minutes in anticipation of the conversation I was about to have well, with you. I, we can't have conversations before conversation because that's prep. We've, I mean, that's one thing we don't do on this show. Zero prep. Zero prep. And also, I don't want to run out of my 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 casual conversation with you. Oh because, God, casual conversation man, is such a drag. This this is for the listeners at home. We don't know each other outside of this show. No. We really we Radio One has thrown us together in a sort of blind date kind of scenario. We both filled out questionnaires. And there were all these random questions on, like, are you more of a dragon person or are you more likely to wear a hat on a Tuesday? Those sorts of questions, you know. And, and through some algorithm, which we assume was as putting some sort of fax machine paper through mm-hmm. Harleen Haynes' mm-hmm. uh, mouth and dragging it out from another orifice, mm-hmm. they managed to get an, an, a, a perfect, a perfect s- score between us. 
Yeah, and I just I don't see it. I don't see it either. I, I don't. And also, I don't really know what they're judging for. I assume really. judges for a, a, a Tuesday slot on a Radio One show. Nine, the the coveted nine till eleven p.m. Oh, slot. We had to beat off so many people to get this slot. And not the kind of beating off that I wish it was. And right, we had to right? we had to jerk some people off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, right. Oh, I, I got no. the wrong end of your penis on that one. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, well, it's already... Uh, already too what, late. Five minutes past nine, and um, my penis has already come up. Fantastic. In conversation. That's a record. We usually don't mention it. <laughs> Not at all, no, actually. No, no, no. In fact, I'd like to just quickly celebrate the uh, first mention of Anx's penis. Hooray! And the last. <laughs> Um, so for those of you who are just tuning in to the fir- for the first time, you've most likely tuned off by now. And we congratulate you on a good life choice. Absolutely. But um, Alex Wilson, what is the history bonanza? Oh my god. I explain this every week. I know, but you know, for first time listeners... I know, I get it, but I mean... Don't surely... be so... No, sorry, no, I, it's not What's you. What's wrong, Alex? It's okay, just... let's take a step back for a moment. What's happened to you this week? Nothing's happened to are me. Are you okay? I just feel You're looking like... deflated. Well, I am feeling deflated. Why? Because by this stage... Episode yes. 11. Yes. Surely we shouldn't have any more first-time listeners. Surely this has been... So, we, uh, we've been cycled through, like, the town bicycle, and everyone's had a listen. Yeah, you're and right. And by this stage, we should have people that, that know what we do yeah. and, and like us, which is uh, uh, two cats in a, in a corpse, and, and the remainder of people who don't listen to us. Well, look, Alex, you have to accept the fact that this is not 1985 when Radio 1 was founded oh, anymore. Gosh. We're, we're, we're competing with a lot of, a lot of entertainment... A lot the of entertainment Flappy Bird. News. The flat bird. The flat bird. Flat bird. <laughs> flat bird. Flat bird. Um, Have you seen that bird in the guns? I've heard it flap sometimes. Flat bird. Flappy. The fl- <laughs> and also um, the flick. So, the, so, net, the flick. The flick. The flick net. Um, solitaire. So man. And a oh, good, good game of patience for those um, in, in Britain. Old blighty. It's more of a snake man. Really? On the mm, old Nokia. The Nokia. Oh, yeah. Nokia three hundred. Mm. Three hundred ten. That was a good. 30, that was a 30, good 30. Nokia. That was a good. No- the, the brick. The, the Nokia two nine nine wasn't very good, but I think they perfected it with the Nokia three hundred. Yeah, absolutely. Look up to the Nokia three hundred one. They added that additional aerial, and it just got complicated. It's too much. Too much. Like one in two aerials. Yeah, I, I only need so much cancer. Exactly. Yeah. It was one, 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 one good dose of cancer for each testicle. Yeah, exactly. And that, that he wanted to even you up so you could walk straight when you when you had uh, cancerous uh, tumors on your balls. And to definitely ensure you never had children. 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 That was Nokia's main thing. It was because they were um, mainly distributed in China and they wanted to really enforce the one child policy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Nokia. The one interaction of the two aerials was the no child policy. <laughs> no child policy. <laughs> <laughs> Nokia, um, do not reproduce. Oh, well, that was a quick inflation of you, Alex. You've perked up quite well. Well, I love talking about the child no, poli- no child policy. I know, it's such a great policy. A great policy. Anyway, so, so for first time, listen. Yeah, what is the history bonanza? The history bonanza is an encyclopedic compendium of all things historical. Everything. From, from the light bulb to Prometheus stealing fire from the gods and having his kidney pulled out by a bird to what I had for breakfast only this morning. Which but, was? Which was, um, I had an up and go. You are on the up and go buzz. You know that that doesn't count. Someone has given me an entire box of up and goes, and by God, I hate them, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not buying wheat bicks and milk yeah. when you can have it in a liquid format for free. You know, you might as well go and uh, lick moss. I might as well, but I'm, I'm not a dog. 
like moss soaked in uh, uh, rainwater in a puddle. Well, I've tried that once, but it doesn't come in a caramel flavor. <laughs> no, it's not. You got to bring your own um, mil- uh, mil- your own, milk, your own flavorings, yeah, your own flavorings. Yeah. Well, just milk yourself. <laughs> just milk, just milk yourself. yourself. This is true. Um, well, that's but, a good start to the day. But, but, but they call it what you want, right? You want to be up and going, upping and going. When you have breakfast, right? You want to be. You want to be up well, and maybe, going. Well, maybe you're not in such a rush. What's with this rush rush culture in the morning? Oh, ha- have you have you worked in this 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 culture of emails and oh, yeah. and, and CCing and, yeah. and 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 and, and uh, filter coffees? Got to have your time for yourself. But not in the morning. I'm not a great advocate for this lately. But today I got back into my routine, sort and of. What's your routine? Get up at 7 o'clock. Oh my god. I don't have to be at work till 9, 9.30, 10. You're not up and going, you're leisurely strolling. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a up, potter about, listen to Guy on Espina and learn a few tip, tip, tidbits nice. for radio broadcasting. And I do want to say, Alex, yes. no, I'll leave this point till later on when you bring it up, you bastard. As I will always do. Later on, I'm going to call Alex out on something that's been bugging me. Uh, t- and you really want to tune in for that, listeners. I know. Speaking of which... Alex got a little bit upset there because he had to explain something over and over again. Listeners, if you are out there, just send us a wee text to um, let Alex feel nice about himself. Please. The text number, as usual, as we explain every single week, you should have it saved into your phone contact by now. Why are we not on speed dial? Hello? Yeah. That number, of course, is 021-272-3461. That's 0212-RADIO1. And if you don't phone in, it's okay. My serrated spoon is only a phone call away for me. I keep it on, I keep it at home, and I've got this guy who brings it to me. Uh, and for more long-winded um, inputs into our into our history topics, yes. uh, you can of course reach us at Alex and Angus are cool at gmail um, Email us. We uh, the best segment of the week is mailbag, and you can be a part of it. You can be part of the mailbag. The hello, the, the best mailbag. segment. Easily, no question, without a doubt. But anyway, we we missed Zero. something in all of this confusion. What was that? How was your week? Oh, you! I know you're such a bloody charmer. I'm a sly dog. I'm woof, good. Woof. I'm very well. It's still early. I am very tired today. Alex. It's early in the week, or it it's early, early in the week. The, early in the week. Um, hang on, mm. I'm just gonna take my jumper off. Oh, I'm gonna narrate it for the listeners. Uh, Angus is wearing a serrated uh, cashmere sweater made of. T- uh, made of Brillo pads, and, and as it comes off his off his uh, uh, off his chest, we notice that he doesn't actually have anything underneath. It's just his his, Alex. his nipples, which are now red raw from the Brillo pads, <laughs> and it's taken off most of his body here. If I if I could say so bluntly, he looks like a can of tuna if uh, they didn't cut it up, and it was just a whole bit of tuna just there boiling in a can. Yes, we have a text. What? There is a my listener gosh. out there. It oh just says, gosh. "Fuck yeah, history bonanza." I imagine that's how it was done. And that's the kind of attitude that I really like. I like the attitude because it means that we're on the same level in terms of news and entertainment as monster trucks, yeah, um, jelly wrestling, yeah, and um, throwing people at a dartboard. And that's exactly what we that set, set out to do. That is we because there was yeah. no like. It's pretty glaringly obvious that there's no show on Radio 1 and hasn't been for a long time that no. caters to that specific audience. Yes, and when Harleen Hayne, uh, the, the fax machine paper, yeah. came from her, her lower orifice saying that we had a score of 100 to host a 9 to 11 Radio 1 show, you and I put our heads together and we said, Damn it. Monster Trucks, Jelly Wrestling, 
throwing small people at dartboards. Is, that is what our show is. This is what this stupid answer was all about. So, Thank you so much, Texture. You've um, you've really I can see a change in Alex's whole demeanour already. So stay stay on the line. I'm like keep, the human mood ring. Keep those texts coming in. If you've got any feedback for us, you can be a part of this. People need to get past the the listener and host. Fr- right framework That's that classic duality this is, this is our radio show you the listener are a part of this conversation this is a liminal space we are just the voice by which you may speak to all your other co-listeners we can become the listener you become the host exactly. you become the dj we exactly. become quickly change yeah. it around yeah you know why don't you play music to us and we'll listen and we'll judge that it's, uh, it's New Zealand Music Month. Oh my gosh. I know this is not a music podcast, music radio show, <laughs> we, despite being on a music radio station. And despite having, I might say, the best music programming on the entire station. Well, exactly. I was just like to say that I've received the email today saying that, um, despite the fact that May is, f- uh, the whole of May is New Zealand Music May. Month, Radio 1 would be choosing this week to do its New Zealand only um, content. content. And I was a little miffed because I don't think they appreciate the fact that our music selection for every week is perfectly mm-hmm. themed. themed it's themed and it's, it's selected based selection. on what we have it's a curated selection of music based on the topic of the evening yeah. and we've got a great one for you tonight and you know what there are so many great pieces of music so many great pieces based oh, on that's... this person and event and the whole thing so, yeah, so boons to you Radio 1 and New Zealand, and New Zealand music, music Month, month whatever gosh. that is that outdated 2006 monthly celebration of nothing that got no one, none of us anywhere. Whatever. Shefu. Wem de Shefu. Wem de Shefu. New Zealand Music, Music Month. Month. Get it together. You buried him. Where's, where's, um, where's Dragon? What did, um, listeners text us in? What did happen to Shefu, please? Dragon did April Sun in Cuba and then they all died or something. I don't know. They were a hip Ironically, ironically, Shefu did fade away on us. Fade away. Is that how it went? I can't remember. He said, I will never fade away on you. Oh, he did. And look where we are. 2018. Where is he? It's fading. So keep those texts coming in because they warm our hearts. But um, no, I'm I'm well. Thank you, Alex. My week has been fine. Um, but I just, I always just want to be right back here with you. I know, right? In, in, this, in this little pocket of the bosom of Earth, which we call the Radio 1 station. Yep. It nurtures and, and it nurtures us and makes us whole again. Exactly. And through that process, we, we become, become a larger part of the community. Of the community, and that's what that's what this life is all about. We're uh, not yeah. indiv- we, uh, we can't live life as individuals. Yeah, with your neoliberal economics, Milton Keynes. Go away, David Seymour. I see that you're dancing with the stars these days. Well, guess what? Some of us don't have enough exposure on the media. We can't dance with the stars, so we're out there dancing with the rats. That's right. Rats is an anagram of stars, but it's the poor person version of a star, David Seymour. Seymour butts. <laughs> <laughs> and that, my lady and gentlemen, is what we call political satire. Oh, yes. Taking it up to that high level and then concluding with uh, going straight back down uh, to gutter talk. Yeah, to gutter talk. Uh-huh. And that's what the History Bonanza stands for. Yes. So, without further ado, 
No more effing and jeffing. No more effing and jeffing because we got we got some history to talk about, don't we, Alex? We do. Is your computer alive yet? No. Do you want to check? Do you want to make sure that that is going? I will. I'll just leave now. I'm gonna try and attempt to fill the air here. Um, Alex and I, of course, every week go through a very rigorous process of selecting the topic for the, the carefully chosen topic for each week to balance out the last week's topic and the week before to get a, 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 a fully rounded history experience for you all. Last week being, um, what was last week? It was the history of Ethiopia. History of Ethiopia. We took you to Africa. The week before, we took you to the uh, Korean Peninsula. The week before that, I think we were running around the Americas, were we not? We were with um, Sacagawea and Lewis and Clark. That's what we were doing. So it's a fully rounded experience. And this week, we take you well, we take you back to America for a stint, yeah. but um, predominantly down to Guyana. Guyana in Guyana. South America. South America. But we'll, be, we'll be actually be running around America and South America um, for, for, for a bit as well. Um, once we, once we, once I'm confirmed that Alex is on board, I'm on board. And ready, I'm on board? ready to go. So, what are we talking about this week? Well, Angus? this week, Alex, we will be talking about uh, the Jonestown massacre, leading up to the Jonestown massacre. No, no I think what we we actually are talking about no, it's not the Jonestown. Oh, I'm sorry. Massacre, I'll just leave because we, we weren't. Talk, we said we wanted to talk about a happy topic this week. Okay, there, no mas- there was no massacre. I don't, I don't remember there being any massacre. There's no massacre. We're talking about the People's Temple. Agricultural project. Oh, I've just ruined everything. Good night. Known by its informal name of Jonestown, but there wasn't a massacre there. Okay, fine. No, who no, was I'm sorry. Thing. I'm thinking about the band, the Brian Jones. The Brian Jonestown massacre. I'm really sorry, right. yeah. listeners and and Alex. That it's was because last week was, was so depressing with, it was, Ethiopia, with Ethiopia and the genocide and, 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 and everything. And so we decided we'd do a nice happy topic because this is all about no massacres and no, no communism this week. No communism. That's what we said, right? We I said no I, massacres, and no, no communism. communism. Yeah. I think there might be a little bit of communism in this one, though, isn't there? Well, well, let's see. Well, this guy, we'll dig in and find it's all out. About, it's all about helping one another, right? That's right. It's all yeah. about the, the, the greater good. Share, sharing drinks with one another. Sharing, sharing, sharing children's, children's coming into cordial communion. drinks. Yeah, yeah, coming yeah, into yeah, communion yeah, yeah. with yeah, one yeah. another. And un- um, yeah, escaping the law, moving away so you can have a, 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 a new life. Time, a, a new life. A new life. A better yeah, life. In a, in, a, in a more togetherness. Outside of the draconian laws of the US of legal the system. democratic system. Oh, gosh. Oh, Republican, Democrats. Oh, how about Labour, National? How about neither of them? How about... How about opt out? How about I gotta go, because I've gotta dig up crops to feed yeah. my, my massive family yeah. of... Of congregations. Yeah. How about no thanks, no politics. I've got I've got this Sim City that I need to look after. I've got some Sims that need some food. An IRL um, IRL, IRL Sims. Yeah, man. I've got this this paintball gun that's going to shoot itself. Yeah. Yeah, man. This Xbox that needs playing. Yeah, you go away with your taxes. I don't need taxes to play Xbox. That's what the real people are doing. So when Just we send ca- the acorn. <laughs> So I think, um, is that a tease? Would that, would that be a I tease? I think that's a tease. I call that a tease. So we're I don't gonna, this massacre stuff. Um, as I said before, we are contractually obliged to play New Zealand music this week. So we've dug into the, um, we've dug into the history. The sour cream and archives. Sour cream and archives. <laughs> Fantastic. So good. Fantastic. And we're going to play some Kiwi Gold tonight because um, that's Kiwi great. Kiwi Gold. That's really annoy, the, annoy everyone um, because I don't want to play... Anything. Hello. Hello. Yeah, g'day. G'day, how's it going, Welcome. mate? Welcome, how are you? Oh, good, thanks. You know my name? 
Do I want to know your name? Yeah. Yes, that'd be My great. My name is Brian Graham. Brian Graham, welcome yeah. to the show. How are you? You're on great. the History Bonanza. Oh, thank you. I don't really know anything about that, but I just want to say I love, I love a bit of Kiwi gold. Do you? Yeah. When was the last time you saw any Kiwi gold? Oh, back in us. Uh, 84, I believe, when Dobbo, that's what we used to call him. Dave. Dave, yeah, Dave, Dave Dobbo. Dobbo came yeah. down and he yeah, played yeah. the Brook with the rest of the herbs and they played a slice of heaven. Yeah, the classic. It's when I married my sweet wife, Dolores. Well, you've come in just in time because uh, this is the herbs uh, with... Uh, oh, great stuff. Nu- nuclear waste. I'm going to drink a spate and then go and watch Richard Longy on the news. Here we go. You're on the History Bonanza with Alex and Angus. This is Radio 1, 91 FM. Oh, that's not good language to use on the radio. <laughs> That was a great old Kiwi tune. Yeah, we won't be playing that CD again. I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry. That was there was a, a swing and a miss. <laughs> that, was, yeah, was a, that was my um, standing up for what I want to do with my life, and yeah. I regretted it instantly. Hey, um, no, well, no, no hate to the herbs, but that was just boring. I mean, I don't know what the herbs were up to with that song. I felt like they, I mean, they, had, a, they had a good... And a good thing with um, yeah. no nuclear waste. No nuclear waste, pretty good. But, but it just kind of first time they said it, I got the point. Yeah, we weren't having fun after that. No, no, I wasn't for the whole nineteen minutes of that song. The herbs, I prefer them on my chicken. <laughs> <laughs> You're back on the history bonanza with Alex and Angus. And t- this week, um, as you know, we are a history podcast, and this week we're talking about the People's Temple. The People's Temple Agricultural of Project, Project of San Francisco and later Guiana, South America. So this um, this movement was uh, founded by one Jim Jones. Jim Jones, a good, a good wholesome, wholesome American, American man. communist. Oh, oh, there is some communism. There is some communism. God it's, damn it! It's right there in the name. C- communism. Communism. Yeah. yeah, it is. Jim Jones was born in 1931. Alex, what a, what a time to be alive! I know. Just what, what just, just happened just at the end of. Just before the World War Two, he'd been seven in the outbreak of World War Two. Oh. What a time! I remember when I was seven, I wanted to be a dinosaur hunter, which was my term for an archaeologist. Yeah, actually, me too. Not really? Have we talked about that before? I think so. Oh, did you ever go to the beach with uh, goggles and a hammer and try and find bones? By goggles, do you mean swimming goggles? Yes. Yeah, I did <laughs> yeah, too. It's very good. God, Man, children yeah. are idiots. And Jim Jones, <laughs> at seven years, he surely could not comprehend World War Two. No, but at the time when he was a boy, he was not digging up tree roots and thinking they were dinosaur bones. No, because Jurassic Park hadn't been released. Indeed. But what had been invented was communism. Uh, he loved it. And he was studying the best of them. But Karl Marx, Engels, Stalin... Gandhi, Gandhi. Not, not a known communist. <laughs> uh, Hitler, all those, all those wonderful all communists. Those wonderful communists yeah. <laughs> Chairman Mao, yeah, he's a wonderful communist. He is. He's um, done very well. And uh, and uh, uh, Ted Cruz, <laughs> <laughs> yet to be born, probably. Well, Ted Cruz was the Zodiac killer. Oh, that's true. So he was definitely he's, alive by this yeah, point. Yeah, you're right. Okay. But we're getting distracted. So he's seven years old. He's loving Marx. It's the Jurassic Park of the 1930s. Marxism. Wow. What a what a what a time to be alive. Although. Awkward time to be alive and into communism because what, as we probably discussed before, yes. happened in the 1950s and 60s. The communist purges. Oh, uh, okay, eh? McCarthyism. Named after Joseph McCarthy. Joseph McCarthy. Boo Burns. I'm saying that a lot tonight. I'm gonna reel that in. I think. 
Yeah, this isn't a Simpsons no, radio no, show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which we should probably have. We should. But anyway, Jim Jones, infamously uh, seven years old at nineteen. <laughs> <Infamously> <laughs> seven. At the outbreak yeah. of World War Two. Well known for seven being seven years old was Jim Jones. Um, Jim Jones was described uh, by people. By acquaintances of the time afterwards, I guess, once he rose to significance, um, as a bit weird um, and obsessed with religion and death. What a weird kid. We all know that kid. And he stabbed a cat to death. Did he? So he could bury it. Oh, gosh. That's a sign of a serial killer. That is a sign of something. Um, Side note. um, I love a good side note. Yeah, right? Side note. Side note. Jim Jones was seven in the outbreak of World War Two. <laughs> His daddy was an alcoholic and associated with the KKK. Kai Kai. But you know what? In the fifties, who wasn't associated with the KKK during Martin Luther King? Oh yeah, no, he was not. He was the main guy. Malcolm X. Oh yeah, also not. Uh, James Baldwin. Probably. Uh, no one else. Everyone. Anyway, this was deep into. Time, the Deep time into of time. Segrega- segregation, segregation, separate but segregation. equal. Um, but despite what we might have already said about Jim Jones and what, we, you, might, we said a what lot. you might gather of him having a, a fascination with death-stabbing cats and Stalin, is that he um, he he was a sympathetic folk. He was sympathetic to um, with his repressed African American community. Because he was also a social like us too, just like them. And he he? Um, he he cla- he butted heads with his father from an early age when um, he wasn't allowed to bring his black friends around to the house. I can understand that. If, if your father is a drunken member of the KKK and you have a black friend, there's going to be a bit there's of going to be attention. There's going to be a bit of biffo. <laughs> the claret will be pouring from your skull. Absolutely, it will. Oh gosh! My goodness! That's when I was when I was seven years old. I'm I'm assuming he's seven at this point. He's probably still seven. <laughs> he's still seven. Let's just assume that for the whole history, the whole story, Jim Jones is little Jimmy Jones. He's perpetually seven years. Forever, old. like the um, but Benjamin Button, but not yeah, but aging backwards. He's he's just he's just stagnated. It's like he's like Groundhog Day, but not Bill Murray. Oh man! Child Bill Murray. Child and, Bill Murray. But every day is different. But I imagine uh, when I was different film. <laughs> when, I, when I was seven years old, yes, um, I the, the the biggest the worst thing I could have brought home to upset my father would have been um, I would say a massive bag of shit, <laughs> and and there would have been words. It would have been words. There would have been words. Yeah, probably. So um, I I, th- I would say that Jim Jones knew what he was doing. He may well have. May well have. But that does not mean that his father was right. Not at all. And no, we, no. We will. Uh, Put that out there right now. By no way does the History Bonanza or anyone condone the actions of the KKK. Or, if that had to be clarified, I'm not sure. Well, I don't know. I don't know knows? what other hosts are doing on the well, show. No one, no one's up with Jamie Green with his Haraway Oats singles at six o'clock in the morning. Maybe that's why they're not sponsoring he, him anymore. Oh, it's probably like this, <laughs> because no, no one's listening, and he's espousing racist shit. He, had, he got caught going to the hood, going to the going to the dry cleaners to pick up his white hood. Oh gosh, and he's like, that's uh, a lampshade. <laughs> no, you're not convincing anyone. It's a, it's a, it's a icing pipe. It's for piping cakes. I, yeah. How do people clean their icing pipes without being? Confuses members of the KKK. I know it's the uh, it's the cake cake maker's nightmare. Oh, this is a play. <laughs> this is a thought piece. It's a thought piece. That anyway. we, mustn't, we mustn't cover today. 
Anyway, seven-year-old, seven-year-old Jimmy Jones married Marceline Baldwin That's in nineteen forty-nine. Is that name. Marceline? Is that right? Marceline. Marceline. Like, Baldwin. Marceline Baldwin in nineteen forty-nine. Great year. Good. Oh, what happened in nineteen forty-nine, Alex? Well, 1949, that was uh, four years Don't after give me the that. end of World Don't War Don't give II. me that. What happened in 1949? Uh, they started and ended <laughs> a one-man band um, in, in, in Germany called Das Kleines Butzer Club, um, which was started by a man called Franz Wilhelm, who um, he walked around the streets of Berlin with two boots... One was named was was sorry was named Wilhelmina, and the other one was named Fritz, and he would bang them together, and he would also do uh, retell the fairy tales of Grimm, the Grimm brothers, and people would throw speckles at him, which is what they used as currency in post-war Germany because the Reichsmark was worthless. Um, he later went on to um, swim, swim. He went on to swim. He went, yes. <laughs> With his boots. With his boots. His dust boots. So that's what happened in 1949. Thank you very much. Well, that's great. Thank See, you. you're not just on a one-track history bonanza here. There's multiple tracks. This is a bi-track. It's a bi-track bonanza, so to speak. 1951 came then, because 1950 wasn't, didn't exist. Jimmy Jones was not a fan. It was the opposite of a leap year, where it's a subtract year and he, there's no year. He just took a gap year to a, a pub. <laughs> <laughs> in 1951, though, Jimmy Jones, the seven-year-old, began attending the Communist Party America meetings. USA. 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 So clearly we're dealing with a man who's got some communist ideas. He's feeling out of sync. His daddy doesn't like his African-American friends. He's, he's weird because he kills cats. He's feeling out of sorts. What do you turn to? Communism. Obviously. Because that was the Jurassic Park of the 1930s. (laughs) And if if I got to Jimmy Jones' age, which by this age he must have been in his mid to late 20s, and I don't know what I was doing, I would turn back to what I was a fan of when I was seven. Absolutely. Like, I don't know what I'm doing right now. So I am am actually thinking about becoming a dinosaur hunter again. I think you should. I should. Yeah, you are uh, Sam Neill. Sam. You will be Sam Neill. Say a little... Oh, it's a big chicken. Um, Jimmy Jones had become uh, was becoming frustrated with the ostracism that he was facing uh, from society at large at this point because of um, uh, the, the 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 ideas being thrown around by McCarthyism. McCarthyism is that uh, which were that um, all, uh, anyone with communist sympathies was uh, a, b- a betrayer and a, and a traitor to the United States and probably some sort of agent to do with the Soviet Union, right? Had I some assume links. so. Yeah. yeah. Um, and especially, hello, 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 hello. This is Senator McCarthy. Oh, Senator McCarthy, mm. welcome to the show. Thank you. You're on the History Bonanza with Alex and Angus. How uh, are you? I hear that you're talking about that thing they named after me. McCarthyism. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Is that was that not part of your plan? It was, but people talk about it in a negative tone. Well. I mean, there are a lot of people who are um, blackballed, and in some cases. Sorry, what did you just say? Blackballed. What does that mean? Is that when the white part is the white and the black part is black? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Can I level uh, with you, Angus? Yeah. I blackballed myself once. <laughs> did you? I don't yeah. Know. I don't think I need to know what that oh, I'm means. Sorry. Okay. Um. Well, I mean, yeah. Some uh, people were people were 
um, ostracised from their communities and killed in cases. I'd do it again. Oh, well, you know, communism isn't um, as hot as it was then. Oh, everybody's turning to the beloved Coca-Cola and they're worshipping Taylor Swift, which is exactly what old Joe McCarthy wants. Well, you've succeeded. Thank God for that. Get back into your grave. I'm sorry. You bastard. I just wanted to be alive again. Nope, no one wants it. Okay. Go watch Good Night and Good Luck and go to sleep. That was Joe McCarthy on uh, The History Bonanza with Alex and Angus. Um, no doubt we'll have a whole uh, litany of other un- Creeps. uninvited creepy zombie people. Um, um, so uh, Jimmy Jones, he, he became a communist. He was going to meetings. He, he was, was going to meetings. He was by Joe McCarthy. And Especially all during the trial of uh, Julius and Ethel Rosenberg. Oh, gosh. Who were the um, first, I think, only people to be tried and s- sentenced to death for... Something that I can't remember right now. <laughs> What's the thing where you um, conspire against your government? Treason. Yeah, treason. That was it. Thank you. They were um, tried and executed for treason. That's. Uh, I don't know how that happened though, because uh, why they both were killed? Because everyone knows you can't convict a husband and wife for the same, same crime. crime. Exactly. It's true. It's a law. It is a law. And a, a long-standing law. So he was feeling out of sorts. Communists. Communists, bad. They said. Soci- said society. And but Jimmy, Jimmy Jones, Jones was like, like nah, no, we're said, cool. You said that killing cats was bad. And I'd do it anyway. And I'd do that anyway. So communists, if they're bad in your eyes, I'm one of those and we're great. Exactly. So um, Jimmy Jones came up with a wee... He had a wee theory here, Alex. Is that... I love a good theory. Is that there was a lot of openness and expression within the within the church communities. That's great. Through, from the pulpit. So he... Of espousing saw, of, 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 of multi-millennial truths. Exactly. Yes. So he saw an opportunity that he could... Um, freely expresses Marxist views through religion um, and in 1952 he uh, endeavoured to become the student pastor at the Somerset Southside Methodist Church um, this is interesting because his, his theory is, is that um, society doesn't like what I'm saying yes but if I say it from a pulpit it's going to be okay well exactly I think uh, maybe if you if you throw around some religious lingo yeah. and quote some bible verses for a wee while yeah. get, a, get a parish on your side yes. and then you slowly work your own political views in there. It's interesting, because Angus, you know that I say a lot of things that the society doesn't like. Go on. Go I on. often talk about um, how cats sh- are a great alternative to toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, you do have to say that. And I once talked about that in the church, and they were not happy with that. No, well, you, yeah, you're, you're picking the wrong church. Oh, well, they, did Jimmy Jones go several, through several churches before they... He did go through a, oh, well, through a few, yes. In fact, he left this first one um, because of uh, racism within the congregation because he was still hanging on to that um, that togetherness. Well, that's non-racist great. That's well, good. exactly. That's why I think Jimmy Jones is maybe not such a bad man. Why is he a bad man? Oh, he hasn't done anything. Well, exactly. Well, he did man. stab a cat to death. Oh, well, that was quite bad. It wasn't bad. that good, really, was it? But so far, he seems like a, he just seems a little bit ostracized, a bit of an outsider. Yeah. And um, with some with some unique views on how how society should be arranged. I don't see anything wrong with it. No. Do you know who that sounds like? Batman. Exactly. Yeah. He's a loner. He likes bats, or in this case, communism. Communism is his bats. Yeah. And it, ter- it terrifies him and excites him, and he dresses up as Karl Marx. It, yeah. <laughs> and has very people tight strangle him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Strangles cats. So he's, he saw religion as a way of expressing his Marxist views, and he's enrolled now as a pastor. 
but then then uh, promptly left because it wasn't his jam that particular church however at this time Alex he was witness to faith healing and he saw in this that he could uh, start to screw people <laughs> a little bit. That's a technical term. That is the technical term. Yes. He could start to take advantage of people um, who fell for quackery. Um, and snake oil. And take their moolah. Interesting. And so use it for good. He was expo- He was like a Robin Hood. He was taking their money and using it for good causes. You might say he was taking people's money and then using it for them again. Maybe. Maybe later on that is the case. Okay. I don't know. I don't- he was taking their money. You were taking their money. You were taking their money. Um, and well, so yeah, so using the combination of faith healing and the money that he could extort from people, um, not extort that he could just gain from people who could who trusted him, he would uh, be able to accomplish his uh, social goals using this model. Right. Um. So it was in 1956 in June that he organised a religious convention. Lovely. I know. Sort of like the the Armageddon of of evangelical southern religions I imagine where they have bible celebrities coming along to sign t-shirts for $20 yeah and young women getting harassed for dressing up as sexy Jesus right you want your your t-shirts signed by Methuselah come along and see the original Moses (laughs) clearly it was a great time great time um and he, you know, he had a, he had a, um, he got a religious healing headliner act. Oh, mate! I know. Which by that time was a man called William M. Branham, Branham. Branham. So he was like Branham. the Chris Rock of religious. He was religious. the Chris Rock of liberal religious healing quackery. Fantastic. Yeah. So that was a great success, and it was following this, Alex, that yes. um, an old Jimmy Jones founded the People's Temple Christian Church Full Gospel. Fantastic. The first step in our little story. So he's got this lovely family of people who are all on the same page with him, preaching um, Marxism, which which is largely a a very... um, uh, uh, Sharing is caring. Um, sort of everyone generous. does equal work and yeah. equal out it's equal egalitarian. Equal. Absolutely, yes. not all bad. Not bad. That sounds great. And, that sounds and, great. And it, I, I'm not religious, but there's a lot of religious stuff that helps a lot of people. This Absolutely. Lovely. So it can go. It could go hand in hand. What a lovely man, Jimmy Jones. Oh, bless him. One time they killed that cat. Apart from the one time, but hey, you know what? Who hasn't thought about doing that? And you know what I've always said. What have you said? If you're seven, if you age seven at the outbreak of World War Two, you're a good, you're a good sort. There's true except for well I don't know someone who wasn't I'm trying to find your song Alex but my I song when you've talked to me about it sorry um, what I'm just trying to uh, well um, well, it sounds like we're, we're gearing up for a, a wee break there listen so as, as always if you if you feel like I disagree with that I don't like where this is going actually this is pretty fun um, why do I like green vegetables? These sorts of things, if they pop into your head, text them to 021-272-3461 for a fully Please. interactive uh, radio show with Alex and Angus on the History Bonanza. Please. And uh, we'll, 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 be, uh, we'll be with you, we'll be present, and we'll answer those questions and interact with you as, as you wish. It's going to be so good. Hooray! So good. Thank you, Alex. No um, you are. Did you already say you're listening to the History Bonanza with Alex I and Angus? I said that so many times. Okay, well, you are listening to the History Bonanza with Alex and Angus on Radio 191 FM. The time is quarter to ten. And this is Savage. 
Hello and you're well. Welcome back on the History Bonanza with Alex and Angus. Angus. And there was some other classic Kiwi gold. Pretty, pretty, pretty shit. <laughs> <laughs> if they just let us have our way, then this could have been a beautifully curated show with heaps of songs about Jim Jones. Jim Jones, who we're slowly discovering is a good sort. A good sort. He's a really great I don't guy. Could, I don't think this would go badly at all. No, he's okay. on a party. I mean, he just has contrary political views to the masses. So who doesn't? Yeah. So what? So did you know who? Who? Will Smith. Yeah, definitely. You know who else did? Go on. Judy Bailey. Yep. You know who else did? Please tell me. Uh, uh, Jay Leno. Jay Leno is the worst. So there you go. So there you go. How can this guy be bad? He can't. He's just got a nice church of people who are following him and his healing crystals and he's preaching the words of Karl Marx and Jesus Christ. What's, what could go wrong? That spells a recipe for what a tasty dish. Before we dive back into the, sh- the, um, dive back into the Jonestown. What uh, Jonestown? Jonestown, yeah, because I'm hinting towards something foreshadowing what we're happening later. But before That's we jump great. back into back into the topic, I thought yes. um, we like to freshen things up. We do, on, yes, on the podcast, true. on the on the radio show, and we, we like to have segments now and then, and new segments. And um, okay, th- th- this week we've decided to debut a new segment. Um, I have be- not because heard about this. We, well, you, you'll hear about okay, it. Okay, I'm really excited. So, so, so the radio show. Our show has a lot of connection with international listeners all around oh, the yeah. world. Okay. And we have a particular um, feeling or a particular connection, a soul connection, with um, a, a, a small city in the United Kingdom. Okay, yeah. Which uh, Particularly interested in history? or Particularly interested in history. It's okay, a very great. long history. Okay. Um, yeah. It was a 2008 uh, city of culture. Was it? Um, their football uh, club is currently in the Champions League final. Wow. And there's Liverpool, United Kingdom. Wow, and okay. and, and uh, we've had some requests from some, some, some scousers. Really? Um, coming through the, the emails saying that they would like um, for us to interview them. Are they feeling underrepresented? Underrepresented because oh, well, of their enough. long history, um, mainly associated with the slave trade. Yeah, for my, for my, yep. my. And the Beatles. And the Beatles. Yeah. Um, so um, we're introducing a segment which is. The people of Liverpool. And uh, we've got one on the line, it would seem. Uh, All right, mate. Uh, hello, hello. Oh, yeah. are, you, are you today's uh, people from Liverpool? I am, yeah. I think that's, and could we please have your name? I'm Doggy. Joggy. Doggy. Is it Joggy or Doggy? Dog with a D, you dick. Oh, do, 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 I'm doggy. so sorry. I'm so sorry. Please don't insult me. This is a, this is a family show, Oh, doggy. come on. It's just, I'm just jovial. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm sorry, so friendly, yeah, lad. I, I like All you, right, Doggy. I relax. Okay, I'm sorry, Doggy. Um, but, uh, dog. Dog. Is it Doug? Doug. Doug. Uh, you all like Doug, the cartoon character? Uh, uh, Dougie. You dickhead. Dougie. I'm sorry. Doug. Dougie. Dougie. I'm, I'm sorry. Like it's you. just jovial. Please, I you wouldn't d- talk too I well, are you, lad? I just don't like you when you call me a dickhead. All right. All right. All right. All right. Anyway, How thank, are you? Anyway, I'm thanks for having me on. Thank you. I'm very nice good. To see, nice to see oh, you. Oh, thank you, Dougie. Well, I can't see you, but you know. Oh, you can't see me at all. No, 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 no. All right, mate. So, Dougie, you've lived in Liverpool for a long time? All my life, mate. All your life? Yeah. You were born there? Anfield. Anfield uh, cut me I'll specifically. Cut you. If I come don't near come you, don't come near me, mate. Don't come near me. How, how close is too near? Fu- you're getting too close now, mate. Uh, well, I'm on the phone. So yeah, too know. fucking close. Oh, uh, too close. Okay, so I'll all back right. off. I'll back all right, off. We're on that though. We're on Yeah, so um, interesting. So, Daggy, you're a cutter. You like to cut people. Well, only in my spare time. <laughs> in, your, in your spare time. But what, yeah. what, what do you like cutting people with? 
Uh, anything I get my hands on. Anything you get your hands on, but that's not what you're known for. Fish finger. Fish, you get someone with a fish finger? Yeah, lad. Oh, well, and how about your own fingers? Are they fine? No, no, no. Take, get my fingers out of it. Oh, you so take just a fish finger? Yeah, I can leave it at the scene of the crime. Oh, really? Oh. That's not wise. Better, yeah. Yeah? Eat it. Oh, Dougie, that's very smart. Eat the murder weapon. Eat the murder weapon. Smart. That's very good. Very smart, very Dougie. Smart. Um, so you murder, you, you cut people, and sometimes murder people by sounds like in your spare time. Well, I ain't say nothing. I ain't say anything. I ain't say nothing. Yeah, because if they try and find the murder weapon, no. No, I ain't say nothing. I ain't say nothing. Don't but try what, and what, make what's me your, say things. What's, what's your day job? What, what do you make from? What do you do for money? I'm a panel beater. You're a panel beater. Day and night. Day and night. Is in Kirkby or Birkenhead? <laughs> <laughs> which which part of Liverpool are you in? You fucking. <laughs> Messing, Birkenhead is not in fucking Liverpool. Oh, I'm so You're fucking sorry. wool. I'm, I am a wool. You're I, a wo- fucking wool. What's a wool? A wool from Birkenhead. Oh, uh, wool. You dickhead. <laughs> across, the, across the Mersey. Okay. So you, you, you fucking be- coming here I'm, I'm, talking about me well, being you, in Birkenhead. You, you came on my radio show. You called Daggy. me, filling your fucking. Ticking yeah. your fucking boxes well, on I, here. Well, I, I was on the assumption you were on the show. Radio 1 needs to take boxes, get more fucking scousers well, on. You, you calling me, I'm doing you a favour here. Well, you know what fucking time it is? I don't know what time it is, Dougie. What time is it? You fucking do your fucking research. It's daytime, so I should be up. Oh, but good. I was fucking on the, on the crack last night, so... Oh, right, and you, you've, got a, you've got a panel beater to beat. So you I'm the panel beater. Oh, you don't beat yourself. I'm fucking beating you in a sec. <laughs> oh, don't do that, Dougie. You've always you any fucking questions for me? Um, About history? Uh, yeah, well, what's your favourite historical fact? That's fucking shit, mate. I'm so sorry. I don't usually That's ask fucking, questions. You, I see why. Yeah. Where's that fucking other guy gone? Uh, I think he was great. I think he's got diarrhea. There's an outbreak yeah, of norovirus. He's been... And on the chips, cheese, and curry a little too much. I, I guess. I don't, I don't know what accent I just changed to there. <laughs> Isn't it your own accent, Dougie? I know. I'm just I'm all over the show. Oh, you're you're maybe all right, okay, so, riling me up. Okay, so um, you like history, Dougie? Is that something you like doing? I'll make you fucking history in a minute, lad. You you what? You'll make I fucking history. like you, and I'll make you fucking history. You'll make you keep me... talking to me like that. Oh, that's nice. You're gonna make me. A, you a will great be a leader. part of it. I'll be part of history. You'll be ancient history. Oh, that sounds great. Real soon. I'll be part of history, Tell like like what. Nelson Mandela. You're pushing it. I'm pushing what? Pushing Nelson Mandela. I, I'm not don't touch him. him. I don't don't I'm, touch him. I, I, he's, he's dead. Royalty. He's fucking not. He, he's he, alive in all our hearts. Is he? You fucking I'm so sorry. dickhead. Well, Daggy. Careful what you're saying. Daggy. What? I, I might have to cut you off soon. Oh, I talk to you next week. Okay, well, Daggy, it's not nice to have you. There was Daggy from not Birkenhead, but somewhere in Liverpool. There was uh, the people of Liverpool, uh, a new ongoing segment. Um, sorry, man, my asshole is on fire. You got that norovirus in you. Your bed. That's right. It's a good thing because um, Dougie might have actually asked to uh, help to cut it out of you. What was Dougie? Dougie was a, was a man from Liverpool. Oh wow. He's from not from Birkenhead. No, Duffford. <laughs> Careful. Yeah. Get those two mixed up. So that was good. So um, we're, we're talking um the people's oh, temple. Jimmy. Jimmy Jones. Yeah, Jimmy Jones in the People's Temple of Agriculture. Yeah, I'm glad you had a chat to him because I just need to know. Yeah. Fair enough. Don't want to talk about it more. Um, hey, um, listeners, we're still here. It's um it's five to ten. 10.955 in the olden tongue in the olden tongue um, and that number of course is 0212723461 radio one um, send a text um, send an email Angus and Alex are cool Alex and uh, Alex and Angus are cool at gmail.com um, we'd love to have an email from you in the next uh, half an hour or so because that's mailbag time um, um, but anyway Jimmy Jones Jimmy Jones. He was, um, in 1960, after setting up his church, he was appointed the Human Rights Commissioner of Indianapolis. So he's getting in there. He's getting into the bureaucratic system. Yeah. And um, you might think that that's a bit weird. That's a bit of a conflict of interest. This guy with this kind of heavy, um, 
sort of uh, sort of religious political uh, Marxist Marxist uh, belief he's, he's pushing participating in the in yeah. the in the with the powers that be yeah especially when there's separation of church and state you might think that that's you might think this is a bit much well he can go to church and have a job in exactly and in, and in actual fact I think as we may have established before his his um his religious views have nothing to do with what he's trying to do in the church no, that's true he's as using we will as find a out later on really yeah. Oh gosh. Well, I've got tidbits. Oh no. Tasty um, tidbits. And and so Jones was the Human Rights Commissioner of Indianapolis. Yes. Of the great state of Indiana. Yes. And he was he through that job he was asked to restrict public actions. Right. Yeah. Because he was getting a bit wily. Yeah. On the powers that be, mm. he was. They admired him to start with, but because of his really pushing the anti segregation laws, which were not popular at the time no this is still the 19 this is 1960 like yeah. this is still we're still a while away from the um the civil rights movement we're still a really. long way from nas people nas and drake well exactly exactly um so yeah asked to restrict his um his actions wildly um at a meeting um but of the national association of the advancement of colored people and the national or urban league or the naacp NAACP. Yeah, yeah. NAACP. Very succinct of you. Thank you. Um, Jones called for the audience to be more militant and uh, ended his speech with, Let my people go! I find that's very offensive. A white guy going up to uh, uh, the NAACP and saying, Let, Let my, my people, people go. go. Also, you guys need to be more militant. I feel like... You know, there's a bit of a white saviour complex, isn't it? Also, man, let my people go back to the cotton fields. Oh, is that what you're saying? So let my Maybe. people go because he, he owns them. them. Yeah. Right, as a he white person. He hasn't gotten that out of his head yet. Yes. No, but yeah, I mean, obviously you have a, a great rapport with the struggle because still, as we mentioned earlier, he was um, ostracised as a child and made to feel like a freak. Yeah. As, 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 as was the um, African-American, uh, African-American community at the time. Yeah, and I imagine the civil rights movement at this point, um, any kind of ally they could get in a position of power... Who um, was an ally? Who was yeah. an ally? Even if they're a patronising fuckwit like uh, Jimmy Jones, yeah, they're going to take him. They're going to take him. Yeah, but um, it was during this time that Jones helped. Um, he, he really uh, was a major figure, a key figure in um, helping to racially integrate um, the local the local township. Um, uh, through churches, restaurants, um, the police, theatre. Oh, yes. Theme park. What? There's a racially segregated, segregated theme park. I can't ride on the same roller coaster as you, man. What? This You're is gonna slow down the ride. What about Mickey Mouse at Disneyland? He's black and white. He's the embodiment of multiculturalism. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Touche, one of me. Walt Disney and hospitals. And In hosp- fact, um, he, um, Jim Jones, collapsed when uh, around this time and was accidentally admitted to the black ward somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he uh, he refused to be moved. And in fact, he once he recovered, he helped uh, clean and uh, clean bedpans and nurse people. And what it was a great uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. So he was really doing things. This, however, did not make him very popular amongst local whiteies. Local crackers. <laughs> oh, in, in, crackers in, in Indianapolis. I, and I heard that um, a group of, of crackers actually put a, a, a place on his temple, a, a swastika. They did. And a stick of dynamite was left in the the coal pile at the of the temple. Pile. Yeah, nasty. Which which is dangerous because you imagine that um, you know you're going to put some coal in the fireplace. Boom! Next yeah. minute, dynamite, bang bang, 
explosion. Massive. There goes the church and everyone inside it. Also, pretty good move. Someone threw a dead cat at his house. Oh, that will show him. Which is ironic <laughs> because he, he killed, killed a, a cat. cat as a kid. He liked the, the, the dead cat. So, you know, maybe there was encouragement. Maybe it was. Like, Jimmy Jones, stay in there. Here's a dead cat. Maybe it was, you killed my cat. I would love to kill your cat. But other incidents occurred, and though some suspect that Jones himself may have been involved in at least some of them. So there's a sort of thing of himself self-aggrandizing himself a little bit. Like, I'm so controversial. Look, you'll never hear what they have to me. Oh. Cat. Cat. So, yeah, that was definitely him. That was, yeah, well, this the, is the, the, the dead cat that got thrown at his house. He threw it at his he, own he house. He threw it at his own house. He's like, oh, I hate that Jimmy Jones guy. Ugh. Ugh, look what I, I, need to, I need to ostracize myself so I feel like so I can present myself as a victim. Yeah, so hey, brothers and sisters, they don't like us. They threw a dead cat at our house. Yeah, but Jim, exactly. we that, saw you kill that cat damn, yourself. These damn racists have done it again. Oh, damn it. Damn it. I'm just trying to do some good out here. Can a man have a house without a dead cat being thrown at it every 30 minutes? Or less. <laughs> Boy said that. So, um, by this stage, Jones and Marceline, or Jimmy Jones as we know him. Marceline. Um, Marceline, Marceline. Marceline Jones. Marceline. Marceline, Marceline. They've started adopting heaps of children. Oh, because they have the largest hearts. Largest hearts. Such big hearts. And they started particularly adopting um, partially non-Caucasian children. How can you be partially non-Caucasian? Um, what does by that having, mean? Well, it means that you're... One-eighth non-Caucasian. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Well, just, just have just fully non-Caucasian. Why is it... Why is it but they I don't know, maybe they're not available. Oh, fair enough. I don't think they said, I want specifically children that are two-fifths Native American. Do you think they went and said, I would like to have a partially non-Caucasian child, please? <laughs> uh, uh, I still want the majority Caucasian, but at least partially non-Caucasian. You just tweak that, make it a little less Caucasian. Just a little less Caucasian. Yeah. It's, like, less. it's like how you go up to a cafe and just say, hey, I want... Can I, I want get, to. Can I get some hot water with my long black. Yeah, yeah. Just a little, little, just a little more. Water. How yeah. much water do you want? Uh, fill, it, fill it three quarters up. Yeah. Uh, a little, yeah. little more full. And when I say three, three, three quarters full of hot water, I mean milk. Just a heavy cream. Yeah. Little Please. more. A little more. Yeah. Actually, I just want a milkshake. No coffee. Vanilla. Yeah, vanilla. Vanilla milkshake. But it's still a. It's a little still, bit. Of, just a little dash of caramel. But we'll still call that a long black egg. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they adopted. Uh, they started adopting multiracial children so that they could assemble what they called the Rainbow Family. Oh, that's a lovely name. That's like um, the the Partridge Family, the Osmonds, the Brady Bunch. Mm. Now you got the Rainbow Family. I guess this is not a term that um, Michael Jackson trademarked, although he did it later. So didn't he ever? Ma- didn't he adopt a Rainbow Family? He had a monkey called Bubbles. That is not the same thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by any means. Oh gosh. Um, but he, he had the Rainbow Family. He had the Rainbow Family, and he encouraged, and, and actually, he actually called his congregation, his wider congregation, the Rainbow Family as well. Oh, so they were part of his family, even though they weren't adopted by him, nor probably partially non-white. <laughs> <laughs> no, they probably were most uh, a lot non-white because this was one of the probably only oh, church yes, movements course. that was not segregated. Fantastic. 
How do I remember these things? Uh, you, you do. You go contextualize it. So through this, he also encouraged members of his own congregation to adopt orphans um, from war-ravaged Korea, which is uh, uh, oh, that's fitting, a nice because we were only talking about this two weeks ago. Da, because da, 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 he was staunchly opposed to the US's opposition to Kim Il-sung, and indeed the existence of South Korea. Well, they, well, because infamously, North Korea was communist. Absolutely, he, it was he, all in. He was an "I am a communist. I will adopt the Korean orphans." He said, I'll "Stand with my Koreans." So, um, he he did take in a couple um Koreans from Korea. <laughs> That's very good of him. I know, what a guy. Okay, and in 1961, the Joneses become the first white family to adopt a black child. Big move. So there we go. He's gone from partially non-white to, to fully black to fully non-white. Fully, no, fully non-Caucasian. Fully non-Caucasian in the space of a year. He's made progress. He's made very good progress. It's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Oh, man. And by this stage, I, I guess he is he's thinking about the future for his church, right? He is, he's yeah. got this congregation. He wants to protect them. It's a pretty bad time in the 1960s. It's the Cold War. Ah, burr. Nuclear Armageddon is on the threshold. Burr. We could be nuked in 30 minutes or less. Well, and this became a bit of an obsession for him, I think, was the possibility of um, being nuked. And, well, I guess it was an obsession of America at the time. Oh, this yes. This must be Bay of Pigs and the Cuban Missile Crisis and all those sorts of things. Are we around that time now? What is it? 1962. Yeah, 1962. When yeah. was the Bay of Pigs, Alex? I think it was 1964 from memory. But I could be wrong. Look it up, Angus. Look it up. Yeah, it was 1960. Look it up, Angus. Look it up. Look it up, Angus. Look it up. Look it up, Angus. I've already looked it up. It's 1961. Yeah, you got it right. I said 1964, so I'm an idiot! Yeah, back to the books with you. Yes. Um, so uh, he starts to cast his eyes um, southward now. Oh, not like that. No, no. He's a good Christian man. Good Chriso. He's not going to look at your genitals. No, we mean the South of America. The South America, if you will. Looking for places that, uh, basically places that wouldn't be nuked in a nuclear apocalypse, and he settles on Brazil. And if you're like me, listeners, you think, Brazil? Did they have a dog in the Cold War? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know, but I assume they didn't. What, um, what, uh... No, sorry. Go on. Roberto Carlos. Pele. Ronaldinho. Did you want a list of famous Brazilian soccer players? Because that's one. Oh, uh, gosh. No, sorry, no, I'm trying to get music, Alex. I'm doing many things at once here. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll keep this boat afloat, shall I? Thank you. So um, um, so he, he settled on Brazil because it was listed as one of the safe places to go in the in the nuclear war. Um, this was the purpose of I, I, uh, the idea of setting up a new temple location for his church. Um, because why not? You know, you if, if you want to escape the nuclear apocalypse, you probably want people of a similar mindset to also be escaping with you. And uh, when, when he went to Brazil, he attempted to engage with the racial minorities of Brazil, the, the local uh, native uh, cultures. Uh, but a lack of resources caused him to move to Rio de Janeiro mid-1963, where they worked in the slums. So he, he was actually going to him and his church in Brazil, Trying to interact with the local cultures, trying to trying to spread his own beliefs, but um, he, he couldn't go, and so he had to relocate to Rio de Janeiro, which I believe is still in Brazil. So I'm not entirely sure what that means. But by uh, 19, uh, some uh, a year later, he returned to California. 
And he told his congregation that they would be engulfed by a nuclear war Uh-oh. on July 15th, 1967. Jeez. That's very specific. That's very specific. He must have had a vision. He must have an intel. Intel. I don't think it was from the, from the, from the people in Brazil. No. Uh, do you know who I think who was talking to him? Who? Big man upstairs. Reginald. Reginald, the guy who um, at the local supermarket goes, Bing bong, clean up an aisle seven, and also little Timothy would like his mother. Bing bong. He was talking to that guy. Oh, yeah, that guy. And he's like, ping bong. Let's take a break, Alex. There'll be a nuclear war on July 15th. Seems like a good place to leave it. 1967, ping bong. Seeing we're up to nuclear war now. Did you get all the way through Brazil? Well, I did. Oh, cool. Your notes weren't very clear, so I had to make up some facts. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm the only one who brings notes to the table, and he's complaining about the notes. Hey, I bring moxie and hubris. You're on the History Bonanza with Alex and Angus. It is just going... Eight minutes, eight and a half minutes past ten. Eight, eight and a half. Let's give it eight and a quarter, eight and a third. Eight and a third minutes past. No, it's, now it's more like eight, 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 eight and three quarters. Eight, uh, now it's about eight, eight, five, five, eight, eight, five, six. Now it's uh, uh, nearly, nearly nine past ten. And you're back on uh, the History Bonanza with uh, Alex and Angus, and uh, that's right, some more Kiwi Gold for you there. That's New Zealand Music Month. Kiwi Kiwi Gold! Fuck yeah, History Bonanza! Spikes. Spikes. And we're discussing. Jimmy Jones. And we're discussing. Jimmy Jones. Jimmy Jones. Harry Shirt. Harry Shirt. Harry Shirt. Harry. Jimmy Jones' good friend and murdered cat, Jim Shirt. Jim Shirt. Harry Shirt. Um, before we carry on with the festivities of the history, Alex. And this is a festive occasion. It's like Saturnalia has come and gone. Dare I say it, it's a time for another edition of Where's Bingy? Oh, oh my listeners. Sorry, I'm a little bit out of breath. And you might be wondering, why. well, it's because I uh, decided this week that, um, as you notice, there's ongoing series to find Bingy, old Bill English, and restore him to the chief role of head scarfy now that he's out of politics. And I decided this week to go to Selwyn <coughs> College, his alma mater. Ah, uh, but <coughs> it turns out this week there's been a bit of an outbreak of the norovirus down there. People are shitting out of every orifice and they're gobbling it all up out of the other ones that they have. Shit out of the nostril, they say. No worries, I'll put it back in my ear hole. It's madness. But boy, did I like it. And I got a number from a man. He said it was six. So I'll be texting that later. But anyway, I'll look for Bingy amongst all of the human septum that was flying about in Selwyn. There's a lot of the assholes, some of them were practicing for the Selwyn Ballet, which if you don't know what that is, sort of a whole bunch of bloody, bloody hairy blokes getting in their frilly frocks and think they're funny. But guess what? We've all seen Drag Race. We've all seen RuPaul. It's all been done before. Try and revolutionize the wheel, boys. Get behind it. So sure I didn't find Bingy this week. But boy gosh I'll find him. I think he's got a norovirus. And that was uh Where's Bingy for another week? Uh hosted I think by Andres Thompson, R.I.P. 
That's as right. we established last yeah, week. Last week, it's Hunter S. Thompson we, we've discovered who's delivering these, um, these inputs. inputs. Yes. I don't know what, he, what fascination he has with I, Bill English. I also think Hunter S. Thompson R.I.P. is dead. He's dead, but it doesn't stop people from calling into this show. We <laughs> were Joe McCarthy before. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, so, uh, where were we with Jimmy Jones? Joe McCarthy, not Joe McCarthy, Jimmy Jones has had just prophesied that the war will end and uh, the world will... The war will end. The world will end. The world will be engulfed in nuclear war. Yes, okay. On July 15th, 1967. Yes. Okay. And from that... Yes. Where do we go? Jimmy Jones and his congregation will form a new socialist Eden on Earth. Would they now? Yes. How lovely. And, um, and, and, and for safety, they decided to move to the Redwood Valley in Northern California. So this is rural... Which I guess would be ill-affected by a nuclear attack. Well, it's rural New California. Rural California. Rural California. Howdy. And this isn't the Beach Boys territory, no. This isn't uh, Santa Cruz. Nope. Nope. This is rural... This is butt fuck middle of nowhere. <laughs> so to speak. So to speak. We wouldn't use that language. No. That was him, Jim Jones. That's what Jim Jones is. The seven-year-old Jim Jones killing a cat. Yeah, like, I'm going to kill a cat and then move to butt fuck nowhere. There's a sign and everything. Do you think that in, in butt fuck nowhere they got a Taco Bell? Definitely. Taco Bell and butt fuck how nowhere. Do you think you, how do you think you fuck your butt? With Taco Bell. With Taco Bell Five and lots of it. a day. Oh my oh, god. This has been the crudest show we've had. Well, that's what happens when you invite Scousers on. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um... But by the 1970s... Yeah, Jones was really starting to um, reveal the fact that he had no interest in religion and no interest in the Bible's teachings. In fact, he later admitted that he was, in fact, an atheist. What's interesting also about the 1970s, it turned out that the big man upstairs wasn't talking to him and he got completely wrong this idea of a nuclear apocalypse yeah, as well. Yeah, I think he just wanted to move out of town. Yeah, well, don't we all? Yeah, I know, but don't have to bloody make up a nuclear holocaust. Holocaust. Yeah. When I when it's I move to my lifestyle block, I'm not gonna say, "Hey, girlfriend, there's gonna be a war ending. I wanna, so we should go and farm some chickens." I'll just say, "I want some eggs." Give me eggs. Give me eggs. Give me eggs. Um. So yeah, he was uh, starting to reject the Bible in place of socialism. He said that the Bible. Ugh. He claimed that the Bible ugh. was a tool for oppressing women and non-whites, which uh, I guess is not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Um, Jones. Broad strokes, broad strokes. He also began preaching that he was the incarnation, reincarnation of Gandhi, Father Divine, Jesus, um, Mahatma uh, Buddha, Gauta, what's that first name? Gautama. Gautama Buddha. I didn't know he had a first name. And Vladimir Lenin. All, how many people is that? Five people. He's the reincarnation of all five of those people put together. Well, no, those five people weren't alive at the same time, were they? No, they weren't. So they were reincarnations of like, reincarnations. I can imagine all five of those people, like, fusing into, like, it's sort of like a Captain Planet kind of arrangement, where those five people get their rings and they yeah. turn into Jim Jones. I would say that Vladimir Lenin would be fire in that analogy. He would. Um, Jesus would obviously be love. And uh, Gautama Buddha would be water. Yes, Gandhi would be the rest. So by the 1970s, Jimmy Jones, who was already a weird guy, but not in the, he was just a bit kind of ostracized, a bit kind of out of their field. He's gone super kooky by this stage. Super kooky kaka. Super, super kaka. Kaka. Um, he, he, his, his, his prophecy that the world will end in the nuclear apocalypse hasn't come true. He's moved out to the uh, middle of buttfuck nowhere. And um, and um, he went to Brazil for a couple of years. Yeah. Now he's back. 
and Billy Liver. Billy Liver, he's literally... gone crazy. Go. Oh, shit. Excuse me. It's right, going crazy. But it's okay. I, I still say this is still salable. I mean, like, some of the best people... Salvable. So it's savable. Savable. Not salvable. It's not going to be... We're going to make a salve out of this. But, um... <laughs> but, but this is still savable. I mean, he's a bit bit crazy, a bit kooky, but look at Willy Wonka. He had a wonderful chocolate factory. He was, and he was kooky and crazy. Oh, speaking of which... Goodbye, Angus, my love. He's back on the air, and he's happy to be here. I've got a treat for you, Alex. You got a treat for me. Bream, bream, bream. It's emergency chocolate. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> um, because radio is not a, a, a visual format, um, Angus has actually pulled out a block of chocolate, which actually has emergency chocolate on the cover. And um, he's opening it as we speak. Is there a golden ticket? It's gold on the inside. Look, there's a golden ticket! It's all gold on the inside. Wonka. Wonka. Oh, you can't eat this because you're lactose intolerant. I want it. I want it so <laughs> bad. Thank you. Yeah, lovely. It's an emergency because I feel like we're flagging. I said the word salvable. But anyway, Jimmy Jones is a bit of a weird guy like Willy Wonka. I think it's not too bad. No, he's not that bad. Willy Wonka thought he was the um, reincarnation of... Um, Rod Dahl. Yeah, Rod Dahl. So there we go. Yeah, true. Um... But, so he's going cray-cray. Mm-hmm. He's getting sick of the, the Pope-ho. But then he means the Pope. Probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm beginning to get worried that the government will... Um, the government will repeal their tax-exempt status and actually come in and the IRS will audit them and screw them. That was the biggest worry at this time. Mm. So what do you do when that happens, Alex? You move. You push up. And where do you go? You get out of Dodge, you go to Guyana. You gotta go to Guyana. So, what is when? Mmm, chocolate. Mm, I love it. Mm. This is when Jones Town. The infamous Jones Town construction begins, Alex. Infamous Jones Town, because it purports all of the wonderful teachings of Jones. Like, communism. And not and, Jesus. And not Jesus, but, um,. Just general communism and how um Jimmy Jones is the um he's a reincarnation of and um then um um construction, construction begins and promoted yeah uh, it was pro- he promoted it amongst his congregation as a means to create both a socialist paradise and a sanctuary so it's gonna be a paradise but also a sacrifice to but I tell you what Alex yeah. My mouth is both a, both a socialist paradise and a sanctuary right now, thanks to this emergency chocolate. Emergency chocolate. Chocolate for emergencies. Dark. Like the people allowed to join his church. Unlike every other church. At the time. Yeah. But you might be thinking, Guyana. What do I know about Guyana? What do I know about Guyana? I don't know anything about Guyana, Alex. No one knows anything about Guyana, which is why it's perfect. Because you can go there... And you can live your live your little culty, culty dreams. So this is, Guyana is a little uh, little country. It was uh, a British colony, which was a British colony in the uh, north of South America, just about Brazil. Yeah. Next to Suriname and French Guiana. So it's one of those. Still a what? Sorry. What was that country? Suriname. Suriname. Yeah. I don't know these places. Well, there's three little countries at the top of South America, uh. north of Brazil, and I believe west of uh, Colombia. Well, slap my shit. I don't want to do that because I want to keep 
clean. Very good. Thank you. So, Jones reported... Don't scratch your beard into the microphone. Can you hear it? I can hear it. It's disgusting. God, this is, it sounds like Velcro. Robbie. I'm itchy. Oh, gosh. Again. This is the high-quality programming that the, uh, the listeners tune in for. No one's listening. Oh, that's right. Are you hearing uh, my beard being scratched? Listener, text 021-272-3461 um, and let me know that I should stop scratching my beard and eating chocolate. Fuck yeah! I'm the haters. Um, Jones, so, um, he, he purported to establish uh, Jonestown as a benevolent model communist community, stating, I believe we're the purest communists there are. In that regard, like the restrictive immigration politics policies of the Soviet Union, Cuba, North Korea, and other communist states, Jones did not permit members to leave Jonestown. We have a text. Do we? It says, I hate beard noise. Well, there you go. Well, I guess... The proof is in the pudding. Proof's in the... Proof's in my beard. Scratching. Did I get to the end of that? Yeah, right. So, like like all those other communist countries, no members are permitted to leave Jonestown. Which is a bit... I mean, it's getting a bit heavy now, isn't it? It's like... Oh, like, this is not weird. a good sign. Because even Willy Wonka in his, his crazy times... The children were, were, were tortured and, and um, ta- traumatized. through pipes and taken on and LSD-fueled joyrides. And locked into a furnace. Yeah. Probably going to be exterminated. Thrown up in the glass elevator. Just tortured. It was a concentration camp of terror. But at least Willy Wonka let these children go. With little Nazi guards. Little orange Nazi guards. Oh, gosh, and their, their matching uniforms. Oompa loompa doobity doo. More like Heil Hitler. Women love a man in, a man in uniform. Do women love an Oompa Loompa in uniform? Text in on 021-272-3461. If you're a woman or an Oompa Loompa, we would like to know. And you've got about five minutes to get an email to alexandangastacool at gmail.com. It's nearly time for mailbag. <laughs> Alex is so he's, <laughs> glowing, he's glowing. In fact, he's sounding a lot like an umbalumba. <laughs> exactly. And so Jonestown was where Jones started propagating his belief in what he called translation, where he and his followers would all die together and, 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 move, and move to another to planet, planet and, and live blissfully. blissfully. This doesn't sound like my friendly communist, the friendly communism we started out with, Alex. No, but I... You said it was going to be a nice story. You told me it was going to be nice. You said... Well, I I, I think it's still savable. Okay, all right, all right, 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 Because, like, um, his followers will all die together, so, you know, we're all eventually going to die. That's fine, that's fine, yeah, as long as it happens. Yeah, so why not die in a lovely place where you can't leave, Okay. and and you then move to another beautiful planet? Oh, no, Alex, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm scared, and I think I just need to have a breather for a minute. Yes. I just need need a breather, and there's there's only one thing that can do that to me. Is it Kiwi Gold? It is Kiwi Gold. You're listening to this history bonanza on uh, Radio One ninety one FM. We, uh, I am uh, Angus, and you're with uh, Angus and Alex. Um, it is twenty five past ten, um, and uh, I've just got to have a breather because it's getting too intense. We'll be right back. You're on the one ninety one FM. Hello and welcome back to History Bonanza with Alex and Angus, and that was music's answer to gonorrhea. Suzanne Paul abusing bouncers. Like, she's so great. White privilege, Suzanne Paul. Better than Wolverhampton. Right? Have you ever had a luminous sphere? What? Have you ever had a luminous sphere? Where? Have you ever had a luminous sphere? 
A luminous sphere. A luminous sphere. A luminous sphere of Suzanne Paul. A luminous sphere. I don't know what you're saying to me. Have you ever had a luminous sphere? You're saying sphere? it over and over again, it doesn't help me. Luminous sphere. It's just gone half past ten on uh, Radio One Ninety One FM. The history begins with Alex and Angus, and we are. Uh, well, we thought Jimmy Jones was going to be a nice topic for this week, but he's just for, he's just found in something called Jonestown, and I don't, I don't, I don't know how don't like how it's going. Jonestown. What would you name like? If you, if you set up a, a town and be called McBride Town, that doesn't sound great. That doesn't have a great ring to it, though. <laughs> that's, well, that's Too many syllables. Town. Too many syllables. Hey, you want to come and live in my town? It's called Jonestown. We talk about me all the time. We're all going to die and go to a planet. Yeah, well. Do you want to hang out with that guy? I don't, I don't, I don't want to, no. I'd give him a chance. You, well, I mean, I don't know if I would go to a commune where I wasn't allowed to leave ever. Well, I don't think that, uh, if J- Jimmy Jones was smart, he wouldn't tell people that. That's true. Yeah, he'd be like, come around my town. You can leave anytime you like. Lies. Lies. Just give us your passport. What did you say? What was that last bit? Luminous spheres? Yeah, that was that. Okay, I'll come. Thank you. Okay. You, you can leave whenever you want, luminous spheres. <laughs> <laughs> Jonestown was where Jones started propagating his belief that... Oh, we already read that. We've done that bit. But in 1977, Concerned Concerned Relatives Relatives Group... Oh, the (laughs) Concerned... You've got to really add words to my notes, Alex. In 1977, the Concerned Relatives Group was formed by defectors um, who still had... uh, Who had escaped, because they're defectors, um, and uh, still had relatives inside Jonestown, often children. Did you know in my family they formed a concerned relatives group? Yes, I know. Did not. What, yeah. that, what was that about? It was about my substance abuse. What substance were you abusing? Solvents. <laughs> what kind of solvents? This, the one that my, I cleaned the PlayStation 2 disk drive with this heavy stuff when I was 13. And you got And I got hooked out. on it. Yeah. It was a real good thing. I'd, I'd get this, this solvent, this, this PlayStation 2 head cleaner. And I put on a tissue and I, I'd put it on my face before I go to sleep and boy were they some good dreams. Good dreams. I saw a spider in there once. In your dream? Yeah, he gave me a, a, a key. Key to your heart? No, it was a taxi like Noddy. And I went around Toy Town and dropped off the dogs. <laughs> That's why I really like solvents. But that was my that was the Wilson Concerned Relatives group, oh, which okay. is different to Jimmy Jones's a yeah, little bit. Yeah, this one's quite a bit more serious. Yeah, my relatives didn't take solvents. No, good. So the concerned relatives began a legal Legal battle battle with the the temple temple over the custody of children children remaining in Jonestown. That is so weird. Oh, (laughs) imagine if it was just two hours of that. I know, that'd be pretty tiresome. uh, (laughs) A lot more tiresome than it already is. Oh gosh. Maybe it would elevate the radio show to a new astral plane. Be like we're summoning a demon. I'm already summoning a demon. Oh, is that... He's talking about shit again. Pooping. Anyway... On April 11th, 1978, the conserved relatives distributed a packet of documents including letters and affidavits that they titled An Accusation of Human Rights Violations by Reverend James Warren Jones. James Warren? How are we going to get his middle name now? J.W. Jones. George? To the People's Temple, members of the press and members of Congress. But getting the law involved, it sounds serious. Accusations of human rights violations. Oh, Wait, come on. Jimmy a, Jones, he only kills cats. And he holds people against their will in a, a, in a place where and they talk about him. he steals people's children. They're just going to die and go to the same planet. Jesus. God. Relax. So you're so uncool, Dad. Just let uh, me go to the other planet. Why can't you be an unconcerned relative like Jimmy's dad? His son doesn't care. 
Exactly. Exactly like that. Exactly. Luminous Spheres. Bloody Deborah Layton. Escaped Temple member Deborah Layton. Deborah Layton. Let, let, let that sink in. Deborah Layton. Of all people. Of all fucking She provided people. the group with a further affidavit de- detailing alleged crimes by the temple oh, and substandard God. living conditions in Jonestown. Deborah Layton, born with a silver spoon over us. And now she goes to Jonestown and they can only talk about Jimmy Jones and they're not talking about Deborah Layton. She's just a bit of a bit of a jealousy, a jealous, a jealous Jimmy, I'd say. Old tall poppy syndrome. Oh dear. Um, so Jones, Jimmy Jones is uh, facing uh, facing increasing scrutiny um, in the summer of 1978 uh, when he uh, hired noted JFK assassination conspiracy theorist Mark Lane and Donald Freed to help make the case of a grand conspiracy by <laughs> against the temple. Jones told Lane he wanted to pull an Eldridge Cleaver. Eldridge <laughs> Cleaver. Referring to the fugitive Black Panther who was able to return to the US after repairing his reputation. So he's feeling worse for wear. He's feeling like he's doing damage. Feeling like he's not going to be able to go home. That's right. History Bonanza, the most prepared radio show on Radio 1. Might be. Might be. Might actually be. Use you sarcastic. You I, are being sarcastic. I, I sarcastic. Yeah. You don't know how much preparation I do for this show. I don't. Well, screw you. Uh, please. Not here, Alex. Not here. Concerned relatives, please get in touch. <laughs> um, so he wants to pull Eldridge Cleaver. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see you finish the radio show without any notes. <laughs> No, they're all gone. For real? How are you going to finish the radio show now? Dick? Look, they're all back, because I'm so generous. I really like your notes, Angus. Whatever. <laughs> November 1978. We are close to the end. <laughs> we, should always, we should always let the, radio, the listeners know how far away they are from the end. At all times. Of the story? Of, of the, the show, so they can they know when to end this torture. Well, they know it finishes at 11. Oh, that's true, I guess. And if they're lucky, earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but then they, I don't know, maybe they tune in for Metal Mayhem and we're going to catch the... Man, Metal Mayhem, those guys always turn up on time. Yeah. They're always itching to, in our boots to kick us out of the studio. Oh, you know what I learned, actually, Alex? What's before that? we laugh at people heaps. Yeah. Um, people sometimes pre-record their shows. Oh, is that what happens? Yeah, I think so. Oh, so the Metal Mayhem guys, they've they pre-recorded it. I feel like that's not as, like, Metal Mayhem-like. No, Metal to Mayhem... To not be in here from 11 to 1 a.m. on a Tuesday right? and not be, like, just meddling out. Metal Mayhem guys. Where's your... Where's dedication? Your, where's your devotion to Satan? Exactly. Satan doesn't hang out during the day. Satan's a night beast. Beast of the night. With his hooves. And his fork. His large fork. That For guy eats a lot of spaghetti. Eating noodles. So by November 1978, Congressman Leo Ryan leads a fact-finding mission to Jonestown to investigate these alleged human rights abuses, which we know are like... Totally false, right? So false. So, and the delegation includes relatives of temple members, so the, the concerned relatives. 
some of them. An NBC camera crew and various members of the press. So some there's a lot of people going down the Guiana. A lot of them. And they leave hurriedly after a Jonestown member attacks Ryan oh, with a no, knife. Oh, no, he didn't. What? Did he? Yeah. It's not on. It's not on. A congressman with a, with a knife? With a knife. Stabby, stabby. No, 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 no. Jones has been keeping this lovely group of people this down good, in, in Jonestown again. This is not good. I don't have a good feeling about it. I don't now. understand why they've attacked a, a, con- a, 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 a congressman. How weird! They um, but they they hurriedly leave and take fifteen members, who of the of the tribe, of, of the commune who wish to leave. What do they want to leave? Uh, well, it sounds like a dangerous. It sounds like a bad place. It's starting to sound like a bad place. I don't. I think it's fine. I think everything we've learned about Jimmy Jones so far is he's, he's pretty pretty weird. But well, he's except that he is forcing people to stay in a place that they might not want to stay in. Like Willy Wonka with the umbrellas. First kids were there to leave. The Oompa weren't they? Yeah, but they are they were rescued. It doesn't count. They're not human. Okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. I won't worry about them. About Jones Oh. What? Jones guards. Wait, what? What? Jones guards shoot at the delegation as they board their plane, killing the congressman. What? Along with the NBC cameraman and reporter, the San Francisco examiner's photographer, and a former temple member. Later that day... No. 900... No. What? No. What? No. What? Are you reading what I'm reading? Yes. Later that day... 909 inhabitants of Jonestown... 304 of which are children... Die of of cyanide cyanide poisoning. poisoning. A 45-minute audio clip recovered by the FBI... ...covered the entire progress of the suicide... Jones tells Temple members the Soviet Union won't take them after the shooting, despite negotiations for a potential exodus. Jim Jones found dead with gunshot wound to head. Well, that took a turn. What? So it's over. Everyone just died? Including a congressman? What? Yeah. Why'd they all die? Because, Alex, they ca- they put into practice what they called the white... What was it? The white noise. White, white, white no- nights. White nights. Which was a, a series of drills that everyone did in case the American Secret Service was coming to either shut down or take away their little commune and Jim Jones had convinced everyone that um, that would be the case so that if that was to happen they would have a few options they would either escape into the jungle stay and fight the incoming onslaught or take a cyanide pill and die in what they called a revolutionary suicide and they practiced this many times with um, fake fake poison which they took in the form of a Kool-Aid don't drink the Kool-Aid which is where this expression comes from Alex don't drink the Kool-Aid are you okay man the history of Ethiopia was so sad it was pretty sad I thought thought this would be a thought this would be an upper but 910 Mm. people died most of uh, many of which were children a third 
That's, that's a real bummer, man. It's a real bummer. I had, lo- I had high hopes for Jimmy Jones. I consider myself an outsider. Am I going to make people drink poison Kool-Aid as well? I hope not, Alex. I hope not. Do you want this drink? No, thank you. I just prepared it. We'll be right back I'm on the History really Bonanza. Low. Please drink this drink. It'll make me feel With so Alex much and Angus. Drink my drink. We just need a moment because so many people just died. And we... There's was, no solvents in the Jim drink. Jim Jones was our buddy, so we'll be right back. You're on the... History Bonanza just drink, with just drink it. Alex and Angus on Radio no 1, 91 FM. Breathless. Uh, hello, welcome back to <laughs> Seamless Transition. I've lost it. Welcome back to uh, Radio 1 with the History Bonanza with Alex and Angus. It's uh, New Zealand Music Month. We've been playing only exclusively Kiwi Gold on uh, on the show tonight. Never again. <laughs> Never again. So there you go. Not uh, until I'm forced to do it again next year. Yeah, it's, but, it's um, a yearly occurrence. And just we just had a really low note there, Alex. We um, did. Uh, with uh, all 909 members of the Jonestown um, community, and it was a community. It was centered around love and, and community. All um, took their own lives via cyanide and the Kool-Aid. Um, all huddled, have huddled together in their families, feeding the children first, and all lying down on the ground. Um, the Google image searches will show you the extent of the of the, of the widespread death. Um, and ironically, their leader didn't even do it with them. He just shot himself in the head. Um, but I know what will pick us up quickly before we end, Alex. It was the largest death of civilians... American civilians. civilians until 9/11. Bit of a step up, though, isn't it? What was that like? Three and a half thousand? Yeah, it's a big jump. Big jump. Alex, I know it's a low point. It is a low point. But guess what? What? It's time for mailbag. Yeah, mailbag. What is mailbag? Do you want to tell the listeners what mailbag is? Well, let's get into our little mailbox. Mailbag. We have many segments on the show, but mailbag is the number one segment. It just, it fills my heart with joy. It fills Angus's heart with joy. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 but mailbag is essentially the summary of everything that's good about uh, community radio, like Radio 1. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mixing of between the, the DJs and, yeah. and the public where we, we become one. Yeah. One in the Christian sense and one yeah. in the marital sense and one in the sexual sense at once. Yeah. All through um, exchanging information via an electronic message. Yeah. And every week, mailbag, we, we hear we hear the public saying, mailbag, it's just the best part of the, the show. It's the highlight of the show. It's the top-notch part of the show. It's why we tune in. Yeah. And every week, um, it's all about us waiting, logging into our email, and finding finding the mailbag and opening it up, and, and we are always baited um, with breath, with our breath, expecting something to be there. Because um, I, may I level with you, listeners? We've never had anything in the mailbag, so we're just waiting. We're just waiting and wanting and loving because we so very much so would love to open that mailbag and there'd be something in the in the mailbag for us to discuss or, or critique or, 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 or even comment on. And, and every week. We're left with, with nothing, but but this week, but every week, we're filled with optimism that something will be there. And this week, Angus, no mail. It was mailbag. You look deflated again, Alex. 
Well, 300 people died on the show tonight. 900. 900 died on the show. And actually 910, 11, 12, 13, 14 because of the congressman and the party of people who got killed there as well. 914 people died. And the cat. Two two dead cats. 914 people and two dead cats died on the show tonight. And the mailbag was empty again. It's hard to come back from there. And I just looked up and Willowbank is closed. No. There's no, there's no coming no. back from that. No! No Philip Burger and Magic Chips will take away this pain. Well, Alex, I think I know one more thing that might cheer you up. What's that? It's your favourite segment. Yeah. Are the Winter, Winter Olympics still happening? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I know you like this one. So this week, listeners, uh, the Winter Olympics, yes, they are still happening. They are happening. still happening. They are still yeah, happening. of course they are. Yeah, um, they were mildly discussing having a, a hiatus. Oh, re- what? Really? A hiatus. No. Um, yeah, just, well, they just, haven't stopped since 1799. No, well, they've been having different Winter Olympics, um, but this one's gone on for a long time, and they thought they might have a hiatus. Mm, I don't want to hear this. But um, it was, it was pr- it promptly... Uh, vetoed promptly, promptly vetoed by promptly. the by the Zimbabwean de- uh, congregation. Congregation. Congregation from Zimbabwe. Delegation. Z- no congregation. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so it's a mixture of politicians and Christian healers. Oh yeah. Um, who vetoed it and say no? We want the Winter Olympics to keep on going, and because of that, they shifted the um, the Winter Olympics from where they were previously to Madagascar to be a little bit closer to Zimbabwe. Okay. And uh, our medal count, medal count is currently up to 48. New Zealand's? Yes. Wow, we're doing very well. We've got 45 medals exclusively in Lima tossing. <laughs> and you might be thinking, what's that going to do with the Winter Olympics? And um, they're frozen. That makes a lot of sense. Frozen Lima's because... They fly a lot further. They fly a lot further and also... They're, um, they're not screaming as much. They're screaming and they're not scratchy. And the screaming puts off the competitors. It does. Yeah, uh, and prevents tried, them from flying in, in an aerodynamic way. Have you ever tried chucking a screaming lemur? No, I haven't. Always it's, frozen. It's horrific. Why would you do it? I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's horrific. It's like throwing a little child. A, a thawed child. No, yeah. Always freeze your children. Always freeze your children and your lemurs. That's the, what we learned from the Winter Olympics, which is still happening this week. Thank you, Alex. No worries. Um, that's great. Another um, another edition next week. And I think that's a really nice takeaway from this week's show. Always freeze your lemurs. Always freeze your lemurs and your children. And your children. And by, by freeze your children, I mean freeze them out of your life. Yeah, out of your life. And um, yeah. and bury the cats. I don't know if you've seen the, the show Transparent, but um, children will uh, grow up to just suck you dry, take all your money and your possessions, and uh, just be... They'll accept, you, they'll accept you for who you are, but they will resent you for being a self-indulgent, egotistical asshole. And who needs that? No one needs that. No Even if you are betrayed by the Jeffrey Tambor. Or Jim Jones. Jim Jones. Well, I think um, on that grim note, that was the History Bonanza for this week, Alex. It's not always that depressing. I guess it is. No, uh, it doesn't uh, have to be. Uh, Next week, I promise you, we will have a happier topic. Happier topic? More I was thinking it se- might be time for Israel-Palestine. Great, that's always positive. Um, Israel just won Eurovision, so there you go. And they just uh, celebrated 70 years as a settlement. What a brilliant time I don't to know what I don't know what a better victory is. They did celebrate the 70th anniversary by murdering 80 uh, peaceful protesters yesterday. How are they going to celebrate the Eurovision win? I don't even want to know. 
let's just, I assume most of you are from a millennial age group, as that is the target demographic of Radio 1. We're often uh, chastised and persecuted by older generations by living in the digital world, not making friends, not looking up, not interacting with what's around us. And if history is anything to show for us, well, there's not much to interact with. It's a depressing time, depressing things are happening around us, and it doesn't seem like we can change any of it for the better. So, you know what? Play with your flappy birds. Crush that candy. Poke your friend. Swipe left on that hunk from Australia. Just do it. Just, life is short. Life is short. And... Without further ado, that was the History Bonanza for another week. Thank you for tuning in and joining us here for this adventure with J- old Jimmy Jones, who turned out to be a bit of a shitbag. A whim away, 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 a whim away. Same time next week, Tuesday, 9pm till 11pm on Radio 1, 91 FM. This is the History Bonanza with Alex and Angus. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, we'll be back next week with more tasty tidbits. In the jungle.